Hey, I'm back, John. Can you hear me? Hey, sorry about that. So you probably were, I, I probably didn't hear you say, hey, man, I want to share something or whatever you said. I, I, all I heard was silence, dead silence. That's why I just kept running my fat mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it's all right. I, I was weird because I was like, I was saying something and I could hear you speaking. And then until you said, hey, are you there? I thought you were like hearing me say like, yep. Or, mm-hmm. And no, you, you weren't hearing me. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, I wonder. I wonder if that because um, interesting. Now I'm 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 gonna attribute it to natural causes first before I, I before I assign any supernatural, any paranormal stuff to it. But uh, whatever. Um, God is in control, man. He's sovereign. So um, so anyway, um, how much of that did you hear? And uh, feel free to share anything, man. Yeah, so I mean, I I, uh, I heard everything up until you said like, sorry, I'm going off on a tangent. Uh, oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, no, I think it's just like it it is absolutely beautiful the 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 concept of just you know God uses just random ordinary people uh, you know without them expecting as long as as long as they're they're doing what what essentially he he set out for them to do yep uh you know amazing things can happen um i i (laughs) i'm conditioned you know through the the military and just the way kind of society is right now where being able to just kind of like open up and testify about a lot of this stuff sometimes it's hard you have like it seems like different layers of yourself that you decide whether or not you can reveal but uh i'm gonna choose to reveal this one so when I was getting out of the Marine Corps, like I said, I, I went through uh, a very challenging part of my life um, where, you know, it's like, it's really hard because you have to kind of learn not only how to fit back into civilian society again, but mm-hmm. then also kind of like where you fit into civilian society. And, um, you know, I, I really had no idea like how I was going to do that or how I was going to inject myself into being able to contribute and help and like help others you know because I didn't even know how to involve myself with with humans at that point I had to learn how to be a human again yeah and um uh through that that meditation and speaking with God uh I I I calmed my body through meditation to a point where I started actually be able to kind of just like listen to God and um I believe that's actually where where I started those those periods those hours of just complete stillness where I would be listening I would believe I believe that's where I started downloading my messages and kind of receiving that vision where I know now my purpose is to build you know apartment buildings near popular colleges in the United States and then also in Colombia that's not just something that I randomly came up with that was kind of just downloaded into me and told me that that's your purpose and now I'm figuring out ways to make that happen, but like I'm kind of chasing what I would believe is my divine calling, my divine purpose. And um, as long as you're in alignment and doing what what God has called you to do, whether it's changing a whole nation's beliefs and uh, faith towards Christ, or whether it's providing them housing, mm-hmm. He's going to use all of us in amazing ways yep it's just a matter of slowing down yourself opening yourself up to him and mm-hmm. you know as soon as you do open yourself up and kind of download or receive you know that message taking the action required and doing 
what what he's asked you you know a lot of people receive that message and kind of just sit around and don't do anything with what they've been called to do in this world and that really hurts me so <laughs> i guess that's why i bring it up from that message it sounds like the story you told me as soon as he was given an opportunity of how to bring rain to these people you know he stuck out that scripture and he he said that prayer he took the action required immediately to make that occur and it's no different in anyone else's life as soon as you receive the message from what you need to do in order to to live in in God's image you you go do that immediately immediate action is required yep so yeah <laughs> amen amen yeah and um i've been on i've been i've been how would i say it i've been a uh, a problem child in the kingdom of heaven bro uh like there have been in, in the past not you know thank god he's got me to a place right now where i'm just like i'm a yes man at least i'm i'm, I'm trying my best in his strength to be a yes man um to him because uh that's all he deserves he, he deserves the best he deserves our, our yes that's it you know um, only have to be a yes man to one person in your life and it's him that's right <laughs> i that's think right. about it that way <laughs> that's right and um and when it comes to that it's like before he would tell me to do something and it and my flesh was like oh that sounds so boring and i would just like put it off what is that called it's disobedience yep that's disloyalty that's um that's huge that that's like that's that's bad <laughs> you know <laughs> in the military you get put in the brig for that you know exactly um, disobedience orders yep so I, i i did that so many times and god didn't kill me he could have you know he's so merciful and patient you know um i i i i i you're not supposed to do that you're not supposed to test god man and I, i've done that so many times in the past i don't recommend it to anybody but man he's so patient and so merciful and 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 right now like we we we, we try him without even knowing half the time you know right or more than half the time and um but yeah all, all i'm saying is He's got me in a place right now where it's like, you know, as much as I want to, as much as I can, I'm uh, it's like if he, if if he puts something in my heart, I'm going to do it, you know, immediate obedience. And I also tr- try to test every time I have a download or something, I'm always testing it to, to scripture to make sure that the download is from God and not from my own brain because I have a a host of mental of brain conditions that that manufacture stuff all the time in my brain like i'll have all these messages and it's just my own brain like having a party you know like like you know like there's a bunch of college kids up there doing stuff um <laughs> but um but like but no when i get the when i get something from the lord the way i know it's from the lord is 100% it, it lines up with the scriptures 100% and another another thing is it's either it either comes with this this out of this world joy and peace that surpasses all understanding like what the scriptures talk about right and uh and and it's and there's this there's this love there's this it's like it's like different than this world it's not is nothing of this world nothing of the enemy nothing of any nobody else can produce this it comes from it's external it comes from heaven bro and that's how i know that it's from god is when it when it arrives in power and love when it arrives in 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 um 
self-discipline when it arrives in uh when it arrives and it's and it's completely in line with his word that's how i i test it because i'm very paranoid bro i'm like i'm hyper vigilant and paranoid when it comes to spiritual things so i'm always testing everything and um and god's got me to a place where he knows that he knows how we are he knows how we're wired so he's not going to give me something that i'm, I'm just not going to know what it is he's gonna, he's gonna be very clear and um yeah so anyway Absolutely. I love that because I just think of like, you know, from a, a biological perspective, looking at the human mind, they say we have over 5,000 thoughts, I believe, every 30 seconds and we mm -hmm. capture maybe 15 of them. And of the 15, we make action on maybe two or three. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, that's the human factor. And then not to mention, like you said, the other entities other than our Lord God that can yep. maybe spiritually communicate with us trying yep. to, you know, corrupt us or, you know, steer us in directions that are going to hinder us or take us further from our goals. Yep. And then, you know, it, it makes sense. I, I like the idea of checks and balances and kind of running it back against his words and his scriptures to make sure it's in alignment with his, with him. That's good. I like that. Yeah, I think I'm gonna is, have to I'm gonna have to adopt some of that practice and be like next time I receive something that I just believe God's telling me to do this to go back and look and see like maybe 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 I have to reevaluate who's telling me to do that. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm just I'm just coming at it from from you know like I guess because like as 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 Marines and you know as as military and whatnot. Um, Who gave the order? Exactly. <laughs> I like like it. you know, and and, and, and you you want to make sure that it's not it's not an enemy, you know, trying right. to trying to sabotage or trying to like trying to like you know trying to kill us and trying to oof us. So uh, exactly, we're, 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 we want to make sure that it's coming from our commander in chief in heaven, you know, and and not from not from someone else. Um, but no, what 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 you just shared though, like that 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 that, that how you shared it, like. It, 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 I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm excited for what God has for you and, and how that's going to materialize in the near future. And, and it sounds a lot like, like my daughter, um, cause like what she's like, she's got a prophetic gifting. You know how I can tell is that she can hear. Oh, are you there? John there and everything. And it's exactly John, like how the like book there? of revelation, are you there? bro. I'm like, hello. Hello, 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 can you hear me? Yeah, I, I can, can hear, hear you. Can you hear me? Can I can you hear, hear you. Me? Yep. I can hear you. Okay, okay. You cut out there. You said your daughter has a gift, and then I didn't hear anything for Sorry. about 40 seconds. Sorry about that. That, that was my uh, my my alarm. I think it's my phone doing that. I, I can't blame it on anybody else but my phone. My, my phone has so <laughs> many alarms. I, I had to shut them. I, next time, I'm going to shut those alarms off. Um, At least you can blame it on technology. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, blame it on... Uh, on uh apple um yeah blame it on the apple no um no apple's fine it's just there there sometimes i i it's it's me i'm the, i'm putting all these alarms for for a reason i don't shut them off and there you go so but, um <laughs> no um my, my daughter like she's got i'm not trying to brag on her i'm, I'm bragging on, on the lord uh he's he's uh, at work in her life this is an answer to prayer because um she's um this is something i've always prayed before she was born is god please uh may uh, make her uh, a follower of you, faithful to you. Uh, please use her in a mighty way, uh, and please uh, keep her for your for yourself. Um, you know, for your for 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 salvation. And then I would literally cry, you know, for her and everything. Even 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 like when she was just very little, just uh, just make just wanting to make sure that she's that she stays with Jesus. And so far, man, 
what I've seen in her life, especially the last um, the last year, she's grown leaps and bounds in her um, in her walk with the Lord and like in her knowledge of God. And, and now it's like she's growing into her pr- prophetic gifting, where it's like um, she'll tell me like God like like it's it's just amazing how it happens like she, she like it, it always happens when we're having worship right when we're having worship or we're talking about spiritual things that's when that's when she she gets this conviction and she's like she's like concerned and she's like i'm like she's like, she'll tell me what she's concerned about and um oftentimes it's it's about salvation she's like i I'm, i just want to be with jesus you know like when, when when the time comes you know when the when the time comes for us to for us to 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 meet him, I want to be faithful. I, when the you know when the end comes, because we 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 live, we watch the news and stuff like that. We discuss it at home. So um, not really the news, but like what's happening on, on the, around the world and you know possible World War Three. We, we're trying not to we're, we try to say it in a way that doesn't scare her, but at the same time we don't want to we don't want her to be ignorant and we don't want to lie to her. So we're we're telling her the truth. Yeah, this stuff is going on. You know, there's all these threats happening, whatever. But we say it in a very down to earth um, at her level in a very um, in a very I, I try to be I try to have tact when I share these things with her but still it alarms her she's like she, um, she's like yeah that that's that's what that's what's happening and and, and I want to make sure that I, you know what her, her concern is not I, right away her concern is not worldly it's not like oh I want to have this and that and the other before I you know no it's like I want to be with Jesus like it, when it's my time I want to be faithful to him so uh, and then she the other day she was so concerned and she was like um, she was like, you know, um, yeah, you know, if this, if it's true that this Apophis is coming, this asteroid, and and it's gonna, it's gonna wipe out uh, some of the Earth or whatever, and uh, and it's part of part of Revelation and stuff like that. If, if that if that is if that is what's happening, that's going down, and and and, and we're 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 gonna get hit by this thing. Um, I want to make sure that that I'm in that 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 I'm that I'm faithful to the Lord that I'm gonna be that what, what if I die I'm gonna go with him and I told her just pray I said I told her just just talk quietly in your heart to God just t- t- just tell him your concerns don't say it out loud where the enemy can hear it but say it quietly in your heart where nobody can hear it just you and God and talk to him and see what he would tell you and she's always been doing that ever since and God will always give her these this these scriptural these scriptural messages uh from him like just words that that literally like they're either it's like a mixture of every time she shares like a mixture of conviction and like i'm literally like like shaking like when when she tells me these things but conviction and also encouragement like joy so it's like i know it's from the lord because it's biblical and it's like out of this world it's not it's not you can't find it here on planet earth uh, or in, in this universe and um so like last night she shared with me and she was just simply like i was like so what what did god tell you and she said um that because like when it came to her concern about eternal life and everything just making sure that she's in and uh, i said what did he tell you and she said um she said just just love me just she said that we're 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 just called to love god you know to to love him and um you know we're we're that that, like in in a very simple way she's like she's like just to, to love him and then and then uh so i was i kept talking and uh and asking her more and then she and and as, as i was asking her she's like wait a minute just just stop he's, he's saying he's sharing something with me so he's talking to me so i i stopped and i was just very quiet and then she talks to me again and and uh so oh before that she's like she's like god god is asking um 
God is asking us to love him. And, and he's asking, do we want that? Do we want to love him? And I was so convicted, right? And then after, after that, she shares that, um, and she gets all excited and happy and about to cry and everything. And she's like, she's like, God shared with me that he wants me to, he wants me to share the good news with his little lambs. He wants me to, to teach his little lambs and to share his good news with them. And that I have, that I have, uh, I forget exactly how she said it because I was so excited. I was like, I, I stopped listening at that point and I just started celebrating. Uh, but like, um, she's like, he wants me to share with, with his little, with his little lambs, teach, teach his little lambs the good news. And, and then she, she says that, and then she starts to get all excited. She's like, and I have joy in my heart and I have wisdom in my heart. And she's just rejoicing in the Lord. Like this is stuff that's beyond her, beyond her. Wow. You know, she's sharing these deep things with me and this is like a regular thing. So all, all what I know is God's at work in her. So these downloads she's getting are, are from the Lord. And at first I was skeptical. I was like, where is she getting this from? Is it, is it, does she have what I have? Maybe she's got like brain condition, God forbid, or what? And, and I was like freaking out. I was like, what's going on? And I was like concerned. And then when she was saying that she saw Jesus and I was asking, how does he look? And she described the, the Jesus of the book of Revelation, like this, this, this fierce, beautiful, terrifying, amazing, stunning, uh, you know, cataclysmic son of God with, 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 with his, his face is so bright that you can't see it. And then he's wearing this white robe and he's just, and he, and he's so peaceful and everything. And I was like, wow, I was like, oh, okay. Wow. Um, God's at work in her life. Like I, I, need, I need to like get out of the way, you know? Um, so yeah, bro, I'm excited. So anyway, I'll, um, that's just, that's just to encourage you, man. All these words, just to encourage you that keep on listening to God, man. And of course we got to test everything, but, um, don't, don't quench the spirit. And also don't, um, don't despise prophecies. If God gives you a word, if God gives you instructions, uh, and you tested it and you know, it's from him, you know, you, like you said, take action right away. Don't hesitate. Absolutely. It's amazing how the Lord is using your daughter and strengthening his, you know, their, their relationship. And you're getting to watch as that, as that relationship is strengthened and develops more. That's, that's beautiful. You know, I don't have any, uh, any kids of my own yet, but I look forward mm -hmm. to being able to watch the re relationships as special as the one that you just described develop, you know? Amen. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't make that up. You know, I can't manifest yeah. that. You know, that beautiful. Yeah. And it, it just, it's an answer to prayer. There have been times where I just broke down crying. I'm like, wow, God, you really, you, you are so good to us. You answer our prayers. You know, he, he does, man. Wow. Now, now when it comes to like, uh, so that you, you mentioned that and, um, and is that where, is that where you're at right now? As far as your future plans? Like, I know we, 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 uh, we're almost, uh, we have about a half an hour left. Um, but is there anything else you want to share, Matt? Any burden on your heart? Anything that you should, you think people need to know? Like it's mission critical. Like if you don't share this, like you're going to be in big trouble. <laughs> like what, what do you need to share? What do you need to get off your chest and let everybody know? Hmm. If there's guess, anything at all. Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, there is kind of like, um, in, if we're just addressing, I, I'm very calm, collected because, you know, logistician, logistician from the Marine Corps, like, 
it's it's all about everything can be going crazy around you but just staying calm and collected and thinking of the plan and like which chess piece to move next but like right now if i'm just kind of evaluating state of the world and just like you know where we're at um you know like everything is pretty scary um <laughs> uh right. financially and times there are there's a lot of things um going on in the world right now where it's a lot of uh what ifs and unknowns and um i guess i I receive a lot of comfort from kind of rewinding back to focusing on five things. So I focus on my faith, my family, mm. my finance, my fitness, and then most importantly, I ensure that I have some fun, you know? Amen. And um as long as I continue to keep those five things as pillars within my life and continue that those those five areas remain, you know, in check and happy, um I'm I'm figuring it out and being able to roll with the punches. So I guess if that was anything I would say uh to 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 help anyone that might be struggling or going through some some hardship in their life right now in this order, faith, family, finance, fitness and fun. Focus on those five categories. Uh perfect them and your life will multiply and to be a lot better you know your your experience your quality of life that's awesome man yeah yeah wise words to live by indeed and um that's that we were talking about that before and and you were you were mentioning that to me and uh you know it's it's kind of like it's kind of how we live as a family as well you know we we focus on Jesus like his kingdom and uh his uh his way of life and um and then all those all those things fall into place pretty much in that order you know absolutely um, mm-hmm. but then as those things fall into place uh you know life as we grow and progress the same way the story you just shared as you're watching the relationship with um you know our lord god and your your daughter progress all of those things as soon as they're they're established and developed in your life it's a matter of you know growing them and taking care of them and nurturing them and uh keeping them all within I don't believe it's necessarily a balance but just uh keeping all of them uh you know operating the way that they're supposed to operate at the the level the machine it's like a machine right yeah <laughs> you know keeping your keeping your weapon clean exactly or uh or till you know keeping that garden uh cultivated absolutely and, um... Speaking of garden, do you, do you guys have a garden? <laughs> yeah, no, we don't have a garden. We live uh we live in New Jersey right now. Like I said, it's pretty like, you know, populated. Not a lot of space for for your own like land and whatnot. Right. So, that's actually we're we're going to be here in New Jersey for about one more year and then we're looking at moving uh to a different part of the United States where we will have our we're going to set up like our our home operation there where that'll be our first um estate essentially that will be nice. having our operations there and then everything outside of that property will just be the commercial assets that we own good stuff man yes yes i'm looking forward to that having my own land i will definitely have a large garden though we're looking at uh texas and arizona maybe florida too nice florida is like still there but i don't know It seems like for for me being the real estate background I was looking at Florida and it seems every 7 or 10 years they have to rebuild the entire state almost because of a natural disaster. Yeah. Is that true? Have you have you noticed that or are you pretty far inland? We're far inland. It just depends on where you live. Um if you live inland, 
every hurricane that passes um, is uh, you're probably just going to get some debris uh, but not a whole lot of damage structurally uh, at least um, where we live mm. so far um, but that we've only I've only lived in Florida on and off since 2000 2001 2000, no, 2000 like New Year New Year's of 2001 so um, on and off so what I noticed living here is it's, it's really not that bad, but it depends on where you live. If you live closer to the coast, you're going to get slammed uh, by these storms every year. Um, yeah, but if you live if you live more inland like us, we live in Zephyr Hills. We live closer to central Florida. Um, like we live we live close to Tampa. Like we're like somewhat in Tampa Bay, but like closer to like central uh, Florida. And it's it's uh, it's not bad. I mean, uh, Every hurricane that's passed by so far has just said hi to us, not really done anything. Um, <laughs> and I, I even I even rucked in one of the hurricanes. Not I don't recommend anybody do that, but it was it, the weather was so nice because usually in the summer, you know, it's like it's like 90 degrees by the time it's like you know 10 in the morning. But uh, on, on this particular day, it was like uh, there was a, a a strong wind and this light rain. And it was just beautiful for for rucking. So I, I went on a little ruck run in the middle of the rain, and it was just like it was like paradise, man. Wow, um, <laughs> that's awesome. Perfect Sometimes conditions. I love working out in the bad the bad weather, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now uh, the medication that I have that I'm on doesn't let me work out in the heat too much. I can I love working out in the heat. I used to do that in the Philippines all the time, but now I can't. So. Oh really? If I if I if it, if it's any hotter than 80 degrees for an extended period of time, and I'm working out there with these meds, it's possible that I can fall out as a heat casualty. So. Oh I'm wow. To avoid that at all costs. Um, so I work out early morning or whatever when it's not so hot. But now that it's, I love this this time of year, man, when it's starting to cool down. But um, yeah. Going back to gardening, yeah, we we got a little garden in our backyard, and the plan is to put some perennials and all that good stuff, and and uh, the ones that grow all year round, organic. Yeah, if I if I if we do gardening, I recommend anybody that's listening right now go organic farming. Don't don't do GMOs. Uh, just straight up organic and work with the ground, like uh, restoration farming. Restoration agriculture, where you're, you're literally there's a book about there's a book on that. I'm actually going to tag it. I'm going to put the link. Um, Restoration agriculture, uh, where it's it's all about working with the land and um, and and letting the bugs, letting all the all the native uh, species do their thing as you're as you're tilling the land, as you're planting, as you're harvesting and everything. Um, you, it's a cycle. You, you're the way the way the the way the land did its thing before before we were here in mass. The way most of the Earth is doing its thing right now. Of course, there's a lot of pollution and climate change, but um, working with the ground like that and not actually like not actually raping the land and, and doing and harming the Earth, but working with it anyway. That's the best way to do it. And and yes, you can plant. Um, what's it called annual plants um and whatever annual crops but perennials are better because you, you just plant them once and they keep on propagating on a regular basis so you don't have to worry about um you don't have to worry about uh running out of food and then you have to wait a whole year or longer to replant or whatever resow the crops um but i, I just say that because um it, it's just very important um nowadays you know especially you, 
with the uncertainty and everything, not out of fear, but just out of preparation. You know, I'm not, I'm not, not really a big prepper guy. Never really been a big prepper guy, because um, uh, so many times we're prepping and then all these, all these, they're all there's all these false alarms. But you know, just be ready for anything. Uh, even the before the Marine Corps, I, I learned that in in, uh, in uh, Royal Rangers in uh, in uh, Assemblies of God is just be ready for anything. You never know what's going to happen. Always prepared. Um, and um, and uh, speaking of that, nutrition-wise. Nutrition, wise, now, yes. I was yes. Uh, I was going to say when you were talking that the process of farming and you said working with the land, the bodybuilder was just like lighting up inside me because. I was actually thinking about that, you know, like supplements, nutrition, so many people are supplementing zinc, they're supplementing iron, they're supplementing magnesium, and yep. it's like, where are all these minerals normally? Well, they're normally in the fruits and vegetables you eat. Why aren't yep. they in there? Because the dirt doesn't have time to be nutrient dense with zinc and magnesium to put it in the yep. fruit. Why? Because we're turning over the dirt so quickly to make enough food to feed everyone. Yep. Oh, okay. So I, I love that that idea you just said from a nutrition aspect of getting the proper vitamins and minerals in the food instead of having to supplement them just by working with the land and actually the way that it was intended to be used, utilized, you know, that's exactly. a good idea. <laughs> exactly. In the Philippines, a lot of people don't, most people don't take supplements or about multivitamins. Uh, they just live off the land. And, because the uh, food probably actually has it in it. <laughs> yep. Everything is organic. The cows are organic. The, the goats are organic. Everything is organic. Unless, unless you live, unless you're either, uh, you're either, you either bought into the Western paradigm. There's lots of people who are already using uh, different kinds of feeds and um, for their their animals and um, using Western uh, mass production methods already in the Philippines and. That's what's uh, causing a lot of health crises over there now. It's unfortunate. Yep. But um, I say Philippines because my wife is from the Philippines and we live there. Uh, I'm saying this for the audience, for, for anybody listening. Um, me and my wife lived in the Philippines for three years. And while we were there, we learned a lot about uh, living organically. It's amazing. I missed that. But if I didn't have these health issues, we'd still be living there. But you know what? It, it, it's for such a time as this, man. We're here for for such a time as this. You know? but, yeah, um, I was seeing going back to I guess kind of getting more back on like topic what you were talking about. I was seeing in Texas there's a company they're making like um like these uh, shelters and whatnot that you build underground and then you have a garden on top of it essentially. And yeah, you can you can it's basically like a little fallout shelter, but it's not you know it's not like a like doomsday preparation like oh my gosh we're gonna have to live in bunkers under the ground you know like these are actually like nice living spaces right i forget the name of the company that'd be a good chance to tell them yeah i'm gonna go ahead and i'm i'm, I'm gonna link that in the description i'm gonna hey um do you mind sending me the link i'll absolutely i'll, I'll put that in the description absolutely yeah but yeah good it's stuff. like they they had like it's like a garden and on top of the garden and then there's a little door you open it up and then underneath it there's a, a complete built out living space and they build these these bunkers you know pretty cool yeah i i it barely rings a bell i probably i probably saw them and i just kept scrolling because you know i was spacing out or something but um uh that's awesome man um i I like that and my wife was also showing me these storm proof like weatherproof seismic whatever 
proof. Um, I don't know if they're seismic proof, but they look seismic proof. These homes that are like these round domes and they look like little mini biodomes. And she was showing me those. So yeah, there's, there's lots of options uh, nowadays for, you know, when it comes to that. And I the, like the, the end of the the end, what is it? The end of the world side of me wants to be like, it's the end of the world. Why are we, why are we even doing homework right now? You know, but, um, <laughs> you know, but no, um, what does God call us to do? Even, even at the end of the world, he calls us to, to not be lazy. He calls us to work. He calls us to not, not, not run to the woods and hide, but to actually, um, I have the scripture here, but I'm not going to pull it out because I'm afraid my, not afraid, but my phone's going to stop working and then you can't hear me. But nah. the idea, the idea is, um, you know what? forget it well i'm gonna try it and if it stops the call we'll just hop on a, on, a, on a chapter three um, okay <laughs> here let me, let me check can you still hear me brother yep i can hear you perfect i'm gonna pull it up right now i have it here um let's see it's here you still there brother yep i'm still here perfect okay i put it here somewhere okay there we go um so from Jeremiah 29, seven through nine. This is what we're supposed to do in Babylon, right? Because right now we're in the United States and it's pretty Babylon-ish. Um, the whole world is a, is, is a bunch of little Babylons. So um, we're, in, we're in Babylon right now. And what does the Lord call us to do? He says in Jeremiah 29, seven through nine, this is from the Common English Bible. Um, and the, you know, it's from, from Bible.com. It says here, the Lord of heavenly forces, the God of Israel, proclaims to all the exiles I have carried off from Jerusalem to Babylon, build houses and settle down, cultivate gardens and eat what they produce, get married and have children, then help your sons find wives and your daughters find husbands in order that they too may have children. Increase in number there so that you don't dwindle away. Promote the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it because your future depends on its welfare. The Lord of heavenly forces, the God of Israel proclaims, don't let the prophets and diviners in your midst mislead you. Don't pay attention to your dreams. They are prophesying lies to you in my name. I didn't send them, declares the Lord. Anyway, a little higher, the message there about what do we do in Babylon? We build houses, we we, uh, we, 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 we seek, we, we, you know, we, we settle down, we build houses, plant gardens, um, eat from the gardens, get married, have children, um, you know, uh, help our, 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 our children get married and, and, and propagate. And that way um, we don't dwindle away and we increase the number and uh, we promote what the city's welfare, right? Where God send us into exile. Right now we're all in, ex we're, we're all in exile. We're all, we, ever since the Garden of Eden, we've all been exiled um, out of the Garden of Eden. And we're, we're waiting for the day when we'll, we're no longer in exile. We're back in our homeland, in our homeland of, of that heavenly kingdom that Abraham was looking forward to. Um, if he was looking forward to a, a whole, uh, an earthly place, an earthly uh, homeland, he would have already, he would have settled down wherever he was at and be like, this is home. No. He wandered and wandered and wandered. He was a Hebrew wandering because he was waiting for that heavenly uh, homeland, that heavenly real estate that was yet to be uh, fulfilled in his lifetime. And, and, and now it's almost here. And uh, it could be here 
who knows? I'm not saying I'm not setting dates, but we I, I believe it's very it's, it's very likely we're gonna see Jesus return um, in our lifetime. Uh, we, we may be the generation that sees him return. I'm not setting a date, but it's it's very likely given all the things that are happening around the world right now. So um, you know, but what do we do in that time? We don't freak out. We don't hide in, under the bunkers. Uh, yeah, we can live in in bunk in little bunkers, whatever, to uh, to avoid being uh poisoned by the nukes and stuff like that but um we we still live a, a daily life we still have that faith what is it what, what what's the five again the faith family faith ahead, family finance fitness and we have fun that's you know? right yep <laughs> exactly we can be facing the end of times it can be the end of the world but yeah we still have to focus like you said on those five things we still have to have our daily life and our daily activities we still have to even though it's to the end of the world my calling is to build apartments for you know veterans like me who are in a situation where they want their education but they don't live where they're originally are from born and raised and then immigrants that are coming to another country they still need a place to live so just because it's the end of the world doesn't mean they're gonna stop coming to get their education and living their life so we still need to continue to do what we've been called to do you know in order to keep everything working properly you know what just you know what just entered um what what, what thought i just had as you were saying that bro access ministry that's a ministry in itself but it's also an access ministry because what, what are you going to do as you do that you're meeting people you're getting to know people and as you establish those relationships those persons of peace those those people of, of shalom are going to find you they already they already god has already prepared their hearts years in advance to meet you and your your future bride or your, your bride your future wife um you know um they're they're going to meet you guys they're going to have a whole bunch of questions uh god questions and they're going to they're going to see you guys as spiritual people who are connected to god and you're the people who are going to help them fall in love with jesus who are going to help them connect with god's eternal purpose so that's your access ministry. Absolutely. And we're helping awesome. them, you know, we're helping them. That's the, the most important thing for me. Like you're help, you're helping them physically in, 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 in every way. And you're also helping them spiritually. Like, I mean, there's no really, it's all holistic, but you know, like you're, you're helping them in every holistic way, you know, that, that, that's the way I see it. Whenever we meet someone, whenever I'm doing, whenever I'm training, coaching someone, I'm, I'm training, I'm helping them train their bodies, but at the same time, I'm addressing their whole person. I'm not, I'm not leaving that out. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm the, the most important for me is, am I going to see this person forever or am I, are, are they, you know, that's, that's all that matters to me, like to make sure that I will see that person forever in, in God's heavenly kingdom, that, that we're not, that we're not parted because uh, they, they, I, I did a bad job at discipling them. Absolutely. You know? I guess, yeah, since we are kind of more at the end time of this podcast, I know you just did recently get a uh, license for personal training. How has that endeavor been treating you? Have you been training clients? How has that been? So that's awesome. I appreciate you asking. And I also want to ask about your bodybuilding too and your methods and yes, everything. Yeah. Before, before <laughs> so, many, so many areas to cover. I was thinking earlier, two hours, like that's a long time. And then it's like, if we're going to talk about the five things we're talking about, faith, family, finance, fitness, and fun. That's a two hours is not enough. <laughs> not enough, man. We're gonna have to have a yeah. part two, man, or part three, whatever. Definitely. But um. But yes, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Go ahead, personal training. Sorry. Sure. Um. So I, I got the shirt. Uh, you know the NFPT shirt. Uh, okay. For personal training, 
And um, but the way I see it is fitness coaching because it's not just I'm not just in a gym, you know, helping someone count reps. You know, it's like right. Um, I, as a uh, what I the way I see it is, yeah, I'm a fitness coach, but it's more of a it's more of a apprenticeship, just like life on life apprenticeship. So um, I am I am I'm helping that person that person initially. What they what they're coming to me for is I want to be fit. And right now my niche is uh, savages. So I'm trying to find uh, aspiring savages. And if, if, if somebody here listening, what's a savage? A savage is a person like it's, it's, it's goglish. It's, uh, you know, David Goggins language language for um, and others have used this for someone who's pushing the boundaries, someone who's not content to settle for the boundaries of what science or, or whatever society says this is it this is this is this is this is the max of human potential you can't go you can't you can't surpass this dome this iron dome of human of human potential this you can't surpass this this uh whatever you want to call it no and um <laughs> they just I, laugh I, at that that's the people you're looking for <laughs> i'm i'm I, I i i didn't mean to say iron dome because like like bro like I, i'm a messianic jew and, I, and that just i i you know my heart weeps for Israel and for what's happening around the world and all this war that's happening. So I, I'm sorry that I said the word Iron Dome and that offended anybody. It offends me. So I am I, I, I'm sensitive to that. I apologize. Um, but let me get back to the topic. So I'm looking for those people who are not content to, to, to just like be like, oh, I reached my genetic cap. I was there. I was there for, for a while. But, oh, I reached my genetic potential. I'm good to go. No. No, that's Next what science level. says. What does God say? There's nothing impossible with God. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I take that literally. So if, if I can do all things, right? I can be content in any circumstance. I can go through all kinds of persecution. I can have much, I can have little, whatever it may be, and apply that to just any, any and every aspect of life. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So whatever God calls me to do, if God is, if, if science says, you know, you can only run this fast, this far with this much weight on your back. And God says, but I'm calling you to do this much more for the mission. Guess what? You're going to do this much more for the mission because he's going to supernaturally enable you to do it. So Amen. when it comes, when it comes to that, that's how I see it. And and if the person wants nothing to do with God, I don't force the issue. I train them. I train their bodies and I pray for them. I pray that one day that God will open their eyes and that they will fall on their knees and that they will embrace Jesus as their God, as their Savior, as their Lord, as their King, and that they, their lives will be transformed because I, I want them to be part of God's eternal purpose. I want them to be part of God's family. It's the whole point. So even if they don't want that, that's what I'm praying for. And I will still train them. I'll still coach them in, in surpassing their genetic potential and whatever they're doing in, uh, in fitness. And um, now if they're on board with the gospel, if they're open to it, then, then that's that that's like uh, what's it called? That's where the you know, the streamers and the and the doop and, and the, the horns and on the blast of the shofar and everything. We're just rejoicing. Yeah, man. Because um, I have people that I'm training, and when I find out that they're open to the gospel, it's just a party, it's a celebration, and, and it makes me so happy and joyful. And um, but that's what I'm doing. And, and when it, when it comes to that, it's just like just applying basic exercise physiology, and um, and just teaching them the basics, which is strength and conditioning. You you know you can't just have one or the other. You know you need to you you you're you can't if, if you ignore if you ignore strength 
if you ignore strength, uh, your 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 uh, your longevity is not gonna you're not gonna live as long. If you ignore conditioning, you're not gonna live as long. You need to do both to have a long, uh, healthy life. And uh, by strength, I mean uh, strength training. You know, lift lifting lift lifting carefully, but lifting heavy, and doing so uh, to or near uh, momentary muscular failure. And I do both time under load and I also do volume. So I do, um, I do high intensity training. I do high intensity intervals with weight training, uh, whatever it may, I'm not cookie cutter. So it just depends on what the person is looking for, what the person's trying to achieve. And I, I craft the program, I, I craft the, uh, the, the, the lifestyle based on what they're trying to do and based on their limitations just depends on what the doc says they can and cannot do as well because if the doc says that, you know they're, if they're paralyzed from the waist down then we got to work with the upper body you can't you and, and the core you can't like <laughs> you can't expect them to unless unless god literally heals them that happens a lot but um i mean that happens that happens at times but if 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 god if god's not going to heal them for whatever reason and they're 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 paralyzed from the waist down or whatever or they don't you know they, they only have upper body they, they only have um they, they don't have any legs whatever um whatever the case may be um we work with what they have we we, we like because they asked me this um they've asked me like before like when i would when i would interview um you know what are the, what are the persons paralyzed from the waist down or doesn't have access to their legs or whatever and i'm like yeah then we work out we work with what they have and we help them surpass their expectations their their hopes their fitness hopes we help them surpass those with what they have we work with what they have so anyway that's how i see my fitness coaching it, it's it's a holistic it's life on life it's it's apprenticeship it's teaching them um everything that jesus commanded us uh, teaching them to obey everything jesus commanded us not by not by just talking because talking is fun and everything i like to talk because i'm a storyteller that's that's my my gifting is evangelism and i and i also i'm also manic most of the time so it, it actually works nicely but um I, i'm also learning how to listen which is very um you know it's different because it's a different it's a different rhythm for me because I'm, I'm i love to share but and to talk but to sit there and listen and actually hear someone out and then sit there and absorb what they said and process it and then pray and ask god for wisdom rather than me coming up with some harebrained solution that's where um that's where that that's where the the difference is that's where the change is that's where the the power happens the the, the love the the, the self-discipline that's where that's where that happens um the holy spirit at work when i just shut up get out of god's way and only speak when it's necessary um and um it's, it's powerful so yeah it's, it's fitness but it's also life on life um and um and like uh, why do i pick savages it's just my niche it's, it's it's the people i relate to most especially especially veterans or uh military personnel because because they get it you know we we tend to get it uh a little more because we've been there not everybody but a lot of a lot of military personnel especially infantry or special operations or or some kind of um some kind of uh mos that had to do with uh a lot of physical um chat like like training a lot of pt um and pushing the boundaries that's that's what i relate with most so that's, it's easier for me to train people that are already on board with that so anyway that's what i'm doing that's the fitness coaching and um it's very simple it's just day, day to day and right now i'm not charging anybody for it so i'm doing it for free 
So, um, but eventually, Lord willing, uh, I'll, I'll be charging people for it. Just not right now. Oh, I see. It's just for fun. I mean, it, it is a business. It is a business, but right now it's it's running more like a nonprofit or a charity uh, than it is um, an actual uh, business, like a for-profit business. Um, like it, it's, it's the purpose is to make money from it. I'm supposed to be making money from it, but so far, so far, I was like, I'm like, hey, just pay me when you can, you know, and 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 that, you know, or 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 no, I'll train you for free because you're my friend, and then that's what happens. So, but but I, I the purpose is to get clients who see the value in it and are willing to pay something, invest some money into it, so that they can hold themselves accountable to actually doing what they said they were going to do. Um, you know, the, the discipleship is free. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not charging people for discipleship. I'll, I'll, I will teach anybody and everybody that, about Jesus and, uh, and be there for them and, and, and be a brother to them, regardless of I'm not, not, that you don't, you don't charge for the gospel. That's ridiculous. That, that's, right. that's messed up. But what you do charge for is the fitness portion, like the, like the fitness coaching. That's what I charge for. So if, right. If people, like the if, body composition change that's occurring, that's what's being charged for. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, I, I ran my mouth enough about that. Is there anything that that you want to share as far as like, you know, your your philosophy when it comes to bodybuilding? How do you approach it? What what do you ha- what have you found most effective? All that stuff. Yeah. So no, I like. Uh, I think it's funny your your target market, like the people you're looking for, like you said that they hit their their natural potential, and then they're like, okay, so this is the natural potential. Let's figure out a way that we're going to surpass that. Um, That's literally what my journey when it comes to fitness and working out has been. It has been getting to this level that I've thought like, you know, there is no way that I can change my body or get stronger or have that muscle visible and still be able to curl that amount of weight. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, There's just been the constant process of getting to what you believe is your natural potential and then saying, nope, this isn't it. I can go harder. I believe like in powers outside of myself, such as God, like I got more in me. And then you push yourself past that next level. And then next thing you know, like through you just leaving it up to God and just pushing yourself past what you thought was uh, your potentials, you break through another level. And um, for me, what is so fundamental about that lesson is you can continuously do it in bodybuilding and you can continuously break through all these different uh, plateaus of your body and you can you can get in better shape. But like you can apply that same concept to life, um, <laughs> the, the constant process of you don't believe that you can make a change and you just keep pushing it. You just keep saying, like, I don't believe you and you keep your foot on the gas and you keep pushing and going past the pain. And then you get to this point when you surpass the pain and there's this bliss and then you realize like, boom, I made it. I'm in the next level. And I think um, for for me, I I have a very addictive personality from a very young age. I've always just been repetition, doing the same thing over and over and over again. Like I could literally be the kid that just holds my hands together and spins my thumb. And I would stare at that for an hour because it's just so cool to watch the spinning constant motion. So um, just repetition, repetition, repetition. I, I, I love it. Like bodybuilding, I, I don't know how I would function without bodybuilding. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say the same about fitness and also about music for me. 
like drumming. I, I, I can't stop drumming. It's, it's just, it's part of me. Oh, nice. You're a drummer. I did a, I had a little brief stint of drumming when I was in high school, but I, I was gravitated more towards the, the trumpet. And then when I got too big for football, my, my music teacher thought it'd be funny to have me play the tuba because in the marching band, the guys playing the tuba had to wear the sousaphone. So that's yeah. the one that like wraps around you with the big yep. horn on top, you know? Big yeah, ways, I a, man. I was a big fat kid, so I could carry it. <laughs> How much does that weigh? Uh, I don't know. I think it was like 20. No, I think it's probably about 40 pounds. Probably about 40 pounds. Not bad. But but when, you, when you're when you marching in a parade and you got a big gust of wind come up and your school doesn't have those covers to, oh, no. to cover the hole, you know, and oh, you got no. that big gust of wind, yeah, that 40 pounds gets pretty heavy. <laughs> yep, yep. Yep. So. Drummer. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know you were a drummer. Yep. And uh, it's it's been a part of me since I was pretty much a baby just uh, tapping rhythmically since I was little. And uh, they, my parents just got frustrated, not frustrated. My parents were like, this guy has potential and the pa- the pots and pans are just loud and they don't sound very, uh, you know, whatever, like musical. So we're gonna get an actual drum. Like my, my, they, were, they were impressed that I would play drums at that young age. I was like one years old or one year old, um, banging on pots and pans. So they were like, we're gonna get this kid a drum. Yeah, drum set, because I would just play at church, you know, like my, my dad would have me sit on his drums uh, when he would he would take a break from drumming uh, during worship practice or worship team. And I would sit up there and I'll play for the service. And I would I was playing just like just like them, like, you know, with the drum fills and everything on beat uh, in the pocket, um, you know, on tempo, all that good stuff. And uh, and the rhythm and everything was exactly what they needed. Um, at, at two at two years old, so they were like, we're gonna get him a drum set. So they got me a drum. Like at, from one to two, I was I was without a drum set, just banging on pots and pans and playing on on the big old drums at church. And then um, finally, when I was two years old, they got me this little like baby drum set, and that was that was so much fun, man. Drums was always like a like it was like it was like a glorified a glorified toy to me, you know. Like instead of <laughs> instead of instead of like dinosaurs or whatever, I was playing on this drum, you know. And, right. And and also um, military, I always wanted to be a pilot. That was always like one one thing that like just w- looking at the uh, looking at the planes, looking at the uh, like the 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 recruiting section of the of the post office when I was like three. That always intrigued me. Um, and that was always something that I always wanted to do is just like, I want to, I want to fly those things. I want to be on those things. I want to, I want to, I want to like, I want to like touch those things and be up close and personal with those things. Like that, that was me when I was a kid. Like, that's what I wanted to do. Um, you know, ever since I was three, but, um, you know, that, that kind of went into the back burner as I got older and I had so many different interests, but then when I was 14, it rematerialized and I'm like, I want to be in the military. Like, I think this is going to fix my issues that I'm having. And, uh, and when I finally went into the Marine Corps, it was like, it was like, this is kind of boring. Like, you know, running, the the PT is fun. Running around with heavy weapons is fun, but like, you know, cleaning these guns, that's boring. Um, you know, having to do these gun drills all the time with no, with no live ammo, that's boring. My, the fun the fun part was always going on range i just i was a little immature kid so i was like 18 and 19 years old i didn't understand that repetition right as we're talking about right. is so important to establishing these 
these um this this innate abilities or sorry these uh these 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 the second nature so that when you're in combat you're not thinking about it and your body does it automatically when you're when you're in the heat of of battle when you're in the middle of a firefight your body's automatically doing these things you're not having to think oh how do i no you're you're automatically trained and if you have good leadership you're going to uh excel and you're going to stay alive and keep your keep, keep your teammates alive and you're going to come back uh you know accomplishing the mission so um i didn't understand all that when i was a little immature lance corporal in uh you know in 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 in, in my uh in my infantry unit is, is it is it legal for me to mention um, my infantry unit? Uh, should, is, is it legal for me to mention that on the podcast? Um, I don't know. The, I, I don't know what the ramifications would be. I really don't know. I mentioned mine earlier. Okay, I, cool. Yeah. yeah, I'll just mention mine. Who cares? Um, <laughs> I say yeah, two eight, two eight, man. Two eight, yeah. Uh, okay, America, yeah. America's battalion, bro. Uh, two eight, Fox Company, Weapons Platoon. And um, if anybody knows me from the Marine Corps, they knew that I was a I was a punk. I was I was a little immature, um, this uh, this punk that just wanted to chase girls, man, and um, and I had I had no. I think concept. we're all punks that want to chase girls at some point, though. Just saying. Yeah, no, seriously, bro. And and I finally, you know, when God got a hold of me, He taught me so much, and um, all at once, you know, when and that was when I got out of the Marine Corps. So I, I was only in for a year and three months. The purpose of going in was to make it a career. You know, I was supposed to go in and make it a career and and uh, and retire as an officer. You know, like a, a recon or a special operations officer. That was the goal, man. I was supposed to make a life out of it, but that was my fleshly dream. That was my earthly dream. I had no other purpose in life. But when, but you know, had that happened, maybe I would have never even come to Christ. You know, I would have never even ha- felt my need for God, and I would have been satisfied in that area of my life and just never felt my need for God, but he let everything fall apart. He let my, my mental illness take a turn for the worse in the Marine Corps to the point where I could no longer function. Like my PT was awesome off the charts. I was, I was smoking and everybody on runs and everything and, and whatnot. And I, like they, they knew that because I screwed up, they were going to make my life a living hell because one time I, I didn't, what, it, what was it? I would, I would do stuff like I would do stupid stuff. Like I would, I would literally like, I would wait for the last minute to pack or, uh, or like, or do something or procrastinate. I was a big procrastinator. So one time I procrastinated packing. So it was at the last minute and I was late to pack my, my ruck to go on, on a, on a, on some kind of like, uh, this tra- this exercise we were going to do with our, with our machine guns, we were going to, we we're going to ruck, ruck out with 50 pound rucks and then train all day, come back to the barracks, uh, you know, at, uh, back, back to the barracks. And, and that, that sounded like amazing to me. I was like, yes, but for some reason I procrastinated packing my ruck. So my fellow senior Lance corporals, I think I was, a, I was already a Lance corporal at the time, but I was, I'd never seen combat. So when you don't, you know, you're a boot when you don't see combat. So if you don't see combat, right. you're, you're always treated as a boot. And, uh, and I was a perpetual boot while I was in because I never actually got deployed because I wasn't in long enough. So had I stayed in there for at least two years, I would have probably seen combat or at least uh, gone on a, on a deployment. But um, so we went on this ruck and because I didn't prepare in time and, and I, I, a fellow Lance Corporal literally had to help me pack my pack so I wasn't late to formation. Um, they were like, okay, 
you're an idiot. We're going to put a uh, hundred, hundred plus extra pounds of, of, of rocks and sandbags in your, in your ruck, uh, to, to make you purposefully, uh, suffer. And hopefully you fall out of the hype because we want to make you suffer more because you deserve it. And I deserved it. So, um, I literally fell out of that hike. Uh, I was on, I was in the back and they were literally following me with these sticks, like, like, like big sticks beating my Kevlar, like, get up there, Soto, get up there. And I was like, I was like, all right, Lance Corporal or I Corporal, whatever, whoever was beating me. Um, and, um, you know, stuff like that. And I, I literally, um, I was dragging my butt. And ever since that day, before that, I had respect because I would out-PT a lot of them or most of them, and I was performing really well. But that one day that I failed to pack, bro, just one mistake, bro. And then from that day on, I was uh, having issues all the time. Like, they were, they were focusing on me. Because you know what it happens. Like, if, if you have, you, you know, you, you want to make sure that there are no liabilities when you go into combat. So right. you're, you're, you're making sure everything is a well-oiled machine. And if you identified yourself I, as a weakness or something that's different than everyone else. Exactly. Yeah. So they were, they were focusing, okay, this guy's got this issue. He's, um, he fell out of this hike, you, you know, you know, granted we put 150 pounds on him and he's probably not used to that, but it's no excuse because he, he should have prepared. Yeah. He, he should have been ready anyway. Yep. Yep. <laughs> So, uh, so I fell out of that hike and ever since then, my life was a living hell, extra duty, um, extra hazing, extra, this extra, that beatings left and right. Uh, I was the object of scorn. I was the booger, the booger Marine. Um, I was the one always being, uh, targeted for everything, working parties, you name it. And, um, and I was like, I was like, can I keep doing this? Is this really what I want? Is there a way to switch MOSs to just drumming? Can I can I go to the Marine Corps band instead? <laughs> and, uh, so uh, they they were not gonna do that. You can't just switch your MOS like that. You know you have to wait. And um, they were not gonna. And then and I was like and I was telling them, hey, you know I have a legitimate uh, learning disability. I was never like formally diagnosed, but I know growing up I've always had this learning disability and I've always had these this brain condition and I've had this depression and anxiety never really diagnosed but I, I want to get seen maybe maybe there's some medication maybe something maybe I can get some help and uh, they can help me out here and uh, and my corporal was like no we're not like just shut up you know you're being belligerent um, and uh, I, I mean I don't know exactly ex the words that he said but that was pretty much the feedback I got was like you're being belligerent you're you're being a, you're being a problem you know and that's 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 a typical because like if you're in the Marine Corps, they have no time to address those things. You're about to go to combat. You know, I understand that. So, but um, at the same time, I think it was just a matter of being in the wrong place at the wrong time. And when my first start, when when my um when my uncle represented me, he literally had a he. I literally went UA, bro. I went UA to get my uncle to come represent me, and he represented me. He's like, hey, this guy needs psychiatric care. We, we know what's going on with him and you guys haven't done anything and and they're threatening to throw him into friendly fire which they did they, they were like they were like almost in tears like 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 Soto we're gonna throw you into friendly fire we're not gonna let you uh, we're not gonna let you be a liability to us uh, in combat and uh, and actually get us killed so we're gonna make sure that you're gone and that we're not gonna get killed by your stupid actions so when I was uh when I was getting ready, when we were getting ready to deploy, I was already almost, I was about a year in 
and um and i was like do i really want to die in combat and that's it and then i i can't i can't finish my career i'm dead and, and, and at that point maybe i don't even know god and I, I'm, I'm really not a believer and i end up in hell um so i was like do i really want that i was like no so i got my uncle to represent me he represents me and um he's telling me He's, tell, he's telling the base general, he's talking to the base general, the base general's like, what the heck is going on? Why, why, why is this issue happening? You know, what, like, talk to me. And then, uh, my uncle's like, well, we got the media here and uh, you guys have been sweeping them under the rug and nobody's been bringing this attention up the chain of command. So I had to come here, represent him. So he basically represents me and uh, the base general's like, oh, okay, okay, you got the media, that's fine. Just bring him, you know, bring him to the, uh, to the company office and we'll take care of it. So they they did they 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 allowed me to see the the company uh the company shrink the doc um captain who uh who evaluated me and found out i have bipolar at least that's what they were seeing at the time so um they uh they wrote me uh they wrote me uh was it a general under honorable discharge for that you know i basically served in the company office for for about a few more months or whatever and then got out and um that was it i was i was and i had very little time to transition bro i was expecting to make it a career and because i here's the thing i was immature i had pre-existing brain conditions going in that i had no idea were there other than the fact that i knew i was depressed and i was having issues and and and, and also my life was falling apart even before the marine corps like i was having ptsd because of my my uh like things that were happening to me and the traumas and everything that I was going through before the Marine Corps. Imagine that. So I was already screwed up before the Marine Corps. It blew up in the Marine Corps. It got a lot worse. I thought I was going to fix it. It made it worse. So now I'm out of the Marine Corps. And then the, the VA hears my story and they hear what happened. They're like, no, you're getting honorable. This is an, this is honorable discharge, not general under honorable. So they gave me honorable discharge and um, got me medical care and got me va benefits all that stuff i didn't expect any of that i didn't care if i got out with a dishonorable discharge i just did not want to get thrown into friendly fire so um i was just like you know i i tried and i failed let me try something else um but they they actually helped me out and they stepped in and um you know out my life was chaos and uh, and then finally uh, i got plugged into a, a good church that really like helped me and 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 discipled me and um so fast forward to today um you know god has taught me a lot i feel like i have gained a lot of wisdom over the years um and a lot of and had a lot of insight and it feels like i just it just feels like i just got out of the marine corps yesterday it's still that fresh and i still feel like i'm in even though i i already got out you know what i mean like i there's a part of me that feels like i'm still in and I still, I still want to serve. And I even tried to re-enlist twice after that. And they're like, we can't with the RE4 code. Sorry, man. But, um, you know, they, that's what, that's where, that's, that's, and, and God has me at a place where he's, he's telling me, you know, you, you may never be able to get back in, but you're in my army. You're in my service. And, and you are, and you are my warrior, one of my warriors. And, and you, and, and I, and I have a, I have a, I have a task for you. I have a purpose for you. Um, so that's where i'm at with the lord and he's given me orders and my orders right now are literally that i have a i have a even though it's not the most glamorous it's a shepherding ministry disciple making and 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 and, and helping people fall in love with jesus and and and, and taking care and leading his flock his, you know his sheep so um you know that's that's where i'm at i still have um 
you know, mad respect and, um, and just, uh, you know, fellow uh, camaraderie with my fellow veterans and, and those still in the military. Uh, and, and he's told me that my, my target, um, my target uh, audience, like my, the people that I'm supposed to be reaching are fellow veterans. So anyway, that's my, and, and that, that's where he has me, like fellow veterans, uh, people who are, who are transitioning out of the military. That's the people that he wants me to focus on when it comes to bringing the gospel and helping people, uh, helping people and helping them fall in love with Jesus. So anyway, I don't know why I just shared all that. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you sharing. No, thank you. That's good. Um, yeah, I, hmm. a lot to unpack there. <laughs> um, I guess it's just, um, wow. Well, for starters, thank you. Thank you for just, um, sharing that story. I didn't know that you were only in for a short amount of time, yep. but, uh, unfortunate, unfortunate to hear. Oh, sorry. Can, can you still hear me there? I had yeah, a can you hear that me? My, yeah, I can hear you. That. It's okay. unfortunate to hear. So, uh, your, your brothers essentially kind of turned against you. You're saying when you were active duty. Yeah. Wow. The fleet two eight five company. Because mm. they, they saw me as a threat, and and I, I don't blame them. But at the same time, I don't want to have that Stockholm syndrome and be like, it's okay that they were choking me out and that they were they were uh, threatening me with friendly fire and they were constantly beating me and stuff like that. I understand that's that's the culture, and you have to have that because you can't you can't literally like it's life life or death. I understand. But like, you know, there were, you know, it was just wrong place at the wrong time. And yes, their methods were not perfect either. So, right. Yeah, I know there is a lot of scrutiny when it comes to hazing and whatnot in the military. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, it is it is all for a purpose. Like you said, uh, yep. the, the central nervous system and the muscle memory that they're trying to instill through just constant repetition yep. is more important than checking in with us and making sure that we're we're doing okay. You know, they, they really, yep. when it comes to a mental health and how you're actually doing as a human, uh, that is not mission critical. That is not important in the Marine Corps. Um, it's, you just kind of keep that inside. You, you, you have to suppress that and not really talk that, talk about that or share that with anyone. And then exactly. the moment you do the, the way the culture is, is in the military is they kind of view you as a weak guy. Like you're a weak person because you, you broke you. This guy went internal. He, he, He's actually sharing how he feels inside. He's talking about his feelings, his emotions. How dare he? You know that that doesn't fit the 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 culture required to to do what's required in that organization. Yep. And um, there's nothing wrong with that. Some people live their entire life not being exposed to their actual emotions, but right. for a lot of us, we have to recognize that and be able to talk about it and express how we're feeling. You know. Um, exactly. Yeah. You know, I Dang. think that the battlefield would be healthier if um, if they address the whole person holistically. I just think that the battlefield would be so much healthier, to be honest. Yeah. I know, oh, like... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I'm just... Go ahead, brother. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, I know, like, when I, when I got back from the Marine Corps since it is such a different thing where it's like... Uh, how you said like you were you you became mentally aware that you had maybe some problems that you had to take care of from a psychological perspective and like um you know in the in the civilian world here back 
where where we live right now that's not a problem you tell that to someone and they're going to be like okay yeah let's go find you a doctor let's get you the help you need let's find you the therapy but yeah um that's that's not a thing in the marines you just reminded me of that sorry <laughs> no no yeah. problem man that's that's not a thing it's like even if you have to go to medical like you, you just broke your arm but you have to admit that your arm's broken and go to medical for it like that everyone laughs at you and makes you think you're weak right but that's like that's the constant iron sharpens iron you know the constant brooding against each other that makes the the fighting force what it is i guess yeah and and i i understand the the concept and and i'm and like i'm in full agreement when it comes to that even my wife has told me like she she she's like what did you expect you know you, you were going to war you know right and, um, <laughs> and exactly they're not they're not training you to hug it out in the middle of combat you know they're training they're training you to to kill you know right to, um, like i think murder, about the amount kill. of the amount of days that I've been forced to stay awake until well into, you know, like 5 a.m. in the morning from mm -hmm. from six o'clock at night to 5 a.m. in the morning, scrubbing yep. the same piece of floor or like running to the same spot and then back to the other spot. Like those stupid, repetitive things that I yep. just thought were like made no sense. Mm -hmm. That was training me. That was training me for when I was just someone I was told to do something and I did it, you know, yep. and that's what was required. So. Exactly, and that that has parallels spiritually speaking into the kingdom of God, like the wax on, wax off. Like, why am I doing this, Mr. Miyagi? My arm, my arm is broken. Whatever, you know. Like, and then he then he throws a bunch of punches at him, and he's blocking them all. You know, it's like it's <laughs> with that. a broken arm. Yep. With a, yep. And that's that repetition. Exactly. And that's that's what happens in Scripture. We meditate on it day and night, and it becomes part of us. Uh, because it it it, uh, it it owns us you know it owns us i like that well john and, i hate um, to cut this short but i i uh i um i'm getting some looks from uh, an angry wife we got some dinner oh shoot here. i'm sorry yeah it's okay. yes <laughs> We're oh i'm so sorry please though. forgive I'm, 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 I hate, making it, I'm making it a little bit more dramatic than it is. They're not angry looks, but it's just kind of like a, you know, like when you put your wrist up, like you see what time it is? One of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, bro, <laughs> I, that was my fault, man. I, I, I'm sorry, No, bro. it's okay. It's just because it's right. Saturday. This is normally yeah, the day yeah, I no, don't you guys, work. <laughs> you guys, please have, have a blessed, uh, amazing Saturday. God bless you guys. Enjoy your time together, and we'll be in touch. And uh, hopefully we can do a part two of this, man. And just, Absolutely. Uh, I was going to say that. To be continued, Jonathan. To we gotta, continued, we got to get man. a part two for sure. A lot of areas to cover still. Absolutely. All right, but guys. Yeah, it was well, a pleasure talking to you, man. I appreciate it. Likewise, bro. All right, man. All take right. care. Stay safe. You as well. Thanks. Bye-bye. Yep. Bye.